0: Streaming on Paramount Plus. You're ready, Bob. Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel good movie of the year. You dig Bob Marley, one love. Rated PG 13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Welcome in, everybody, to the Flagship Podcast. I am your host, Chip Brown of points 247com Very excited to bring into the Flagship uh, Podcast interview uh, the one and only Max A. Smith. All right, Max, did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you got it right, my man. Because I know I was talking to Russell Springman about you, and he said that like for the first year, he called you the wrong name. He called you abmus and he said that he apologized to your dad troy right and troy said hey man as long as you know max is happy and going you can call me whatever you want but <laughs> how many times do people get that wrong i mean it's everybody always gets
0: it wrong um you know especially the first time seeing it um so uh, I, I kind of got used
1: to it, just being pronounced wrong, and it, you know, it's kind of like it is what it is to me. You, you just have a chuckle and and uh, and go on, but I'll I'll tell you, mid court Max. I mean, you get this nickname from Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? And I I've, I've never heard you know ever, anyone called mid court before. Right. Uh, like when you heard that that was trending as you led ORU to the Sweet 16 as a sophomore, led the nation in scoring at 24.5 points per game, and you were insane in the NCAA tournament. Um, What, only player since Steph Curry to score 20, at least 25 in three straight NCAA tournament games? Right. I mean, that had to have been nuts.
0: Oh, for sure, man. It was – it It's hard to describe, man. It was just a whole lot of emotions at the time, um, you know, just enjoying the, the whole process, being in the tournament, um, you know, being able to make that run and, um, you know, kind of seeing some of the things that came with it. Um, but, you know, uh, for the whole thing, you know, I was just locked in on uh, doing what I can to help
1: us win so that we could keep playing and keep advancing in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome to watch. Did people send you t-shirts that said Midcourt Max on it? Do you have anything like that?
0: No, I, they didn't send me any t-shirts that year. I actually I had some t-shirts made the next year. Um so I didn't have any sent to me
1: like that. Oh, is that like an NIL deal cuz I'll I'll order some right now.
0: Yeah, it was. I I did um after the Sweet 16 run. Um, I'm gonna probably have to, um, you know, come up with some some new merch now that uh, I'm getting down there to to
1: Texas. Um, so so I had to let you know about that. Hey, you're not you're not gonna be in Tulsa anymore, my friend. You're gonna be right. with uh, the one of the largest bodies of living alumni of any university in the world. You put out some midcourt max merch, mm-hmm. and that stuff's gonna you're gonna sell out so fast. You're gonna have to get a new t-shirt printer.
0: Oh, yes sir yes sir
1: i mean that is fantastic do you mind if i call you midcourt max no i'm kidding yeah, I'm um, good I'm, with it. i mean people still call you that sometimes i mean
0: i mean a little bit i mean you know the people that i you kind of see every day is you know it's just max
1: you know but um kind of on the outside you know i'll hear it sometimes yeah and of course the midcourt max is from you pulling up from the logo and you know i'm sitting there watching uh Jamal Murray pulling up from 29, and I'm like, I've seen Max Acemas pull up from 29 like nobody's business. And right, the, right. I mean, the amazing thing is you shot 40% from three the last three seasons, averaging 23 points per game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, your range, 29, 30 feet? Wherever. I love it. mid Max. Wherever. Where, wherever. Wherever. I mean, that's this is this is what's happening here. It's it's fantastic, Texas fans. You're in for a treat. I mean, first of all, go to YouTube and watch the man's highlights. He's the two-time Summit League Player of the Year. He led the nation in scoring, 24 and a half points for crying out loud, um, two years ago. And Max, you could have gone anywhere. You could have gone anywhere. You lead the nation in scoring. You could have gone anywhere, right? And you stayed. Why did you stay at Oral Roberts and play all four years?
0: I think, uh, I mean, for me, just talking with my family and the coaching staff, I mean, just looking at the relationship I had with the coaching staff and, um, you know, how that relationship has grown since I got there my freshman year um, and, you know, just being locked in on that. And, um, you know, after going in that tournament run, you know, going back, you know, my goal was just to to get us back to that tournament and get us back to that spotlight the, uh, that we got.
1: Yeah, and you did it. You did it. I mean, um, you take Oral Roberts – to two NCAA tournaments uh, two summit league player of the year awards, all conference first team. I mean, the list goes on, but it's, it's a fantastic story. And um, Russell Springman told me that he, he came up to you and, you know, when you told him you were going to be entering the transfer portal and he said, Hey, I just want to thank you for staying and being mm-hmm. here because you've been a blessing to the program.
0: Mm-hmm. No, definitely. He, he told me that. And, um, you know, that that's my guy, Coach Freeman. Um, he's the one who really recruited me up there um, to go to Oral Roberts. And, um, you know, from, from the first day that he reached out um, and we started building that relationship, um, it, it only got stronger over the, you know, last four years. And, you know, that's somebody that, um, you know, I'll continue to have a
1: relationship with the rest of my life. Yeah, Russell Springman, of course, who was an assistant at Texas, was the point man on the recruitment of Kevin Durant um, to to Texas. Springman told me his first call when he joined uh, Coach Mills' staff was to Max Aismas. Literally, the first call he made after getting on the staff at ORU was to Max Aismas, and what a move. And now here's the amazing thing, Max. You're this prolific scorer, and – you the only five offers you had out of Dallas Jesuit high school mm-hmm. was Marist ORU and the three military academies that's right that's right how does that happen
0: I mean I think what, what, I mean is crazy does, you know it's like uh didn't pass like the eye test of kind of being that I guess you know prototypical d1 uh player but um, you know, for me, it's just control what you can control. And, um, you know, I knew working hard and, and doing everything that I, you know, could do to put myself in a better position, um, that everything would take care of itself.
1: Yeah, and um, your high school coach, Chris Hill, told me that um, Oral Roberts, I think, had another player they wanted to offer, um, but they said they would be – you know, they're waiting on you to, to tell them and, mm-hmm. and that that stood out to you in terms of, okay, they're being loyal to me. I'm going to be loyal to them. Um, You know, what, what part did that play in your, your decision to go with Oral Roberts? Yeah, for sure. I mean um, it's always, it's
0: always great to feel, uh you know, wanted by school and um you know, talking with, you know, coach Freeman and coach Mills and like, uh, the vision that they saw for, you know, the program and kind of how they um, wanted me to come in and have an impact on it. You know, that was all things that um, I really liked about the situation. And, um, you know, just like I said, just when you really want it, um, and, you know, and you feel really wanted, you know, that's that's a good thing, um, especially coming from a school.
1: All right. Well, we'll take a quick break here in the flagship podcast, talking to Max A. Smith, the grad transfer from Oral Roberts University, who will be. Uh, enrolling at Texas here soon, uh, June, and getting ready for uh, a season with the Longhorns. We've got a lot more with Max coming up next.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Let's go!
1: It's the most all star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Max, that leads me into. Um, okay. One more story. The other thing that Chris Hill told me was that you live, your family lives in Rockwall. Right. Right. And, and your parents, because you're super bright, wanted you to be challenged or something sent you to Dallas Jesuit. Now for people who don't know Rockwall, you have to cover, you have to cross a bridge like over Lake Ray Hubbard. It's like a 40 minute drive. Mm-hmm. into dallas and i can't imagine what that morning traffic was like for you max for i mean tell you tell me how how big of a commitment was that just trying to get to school on time man it was it was a crazy commitment um
0: not just getting to school on time but even practice um because we would do things in the morning too um but you know as i look back on it it was it was a huge commitment and Um, you know, I I give a lot of credit to my parents, you know, they, they were real committed, um, to, you know, taking me out there, you know, every morning, um, before work, you know, really early mornings and, um, you know, they didn't complain or anything about it, you know, so I really give all the credit to them. Um, and, you know, it was, it was a great situation for me, um, you know, going there for years and, you know, preparing me for uh, college as well.
1: Well, okay. Last story from Chris Hill, your high school coach, before we move on to Rodney Terry and get these Texas fans what they want to hear. But I thought this was great. So you were supposed to, your brother, your older brother, Mason, Mm -hmm. he went to Rockwall Heath. He did. And played there, kind of got his name there. And then you go to Jesuit, Mm -hmm. but Jesuit played Rockwall Heath, I think your senior year. It
0: was my junior. We played them. A few times. We played them twice my junior
1: year and then once my senior year. Okay. Your junior year, you went there. Senior, yeah, we went there senior year. Yep, yep. Okay. So your senior year. He said when you went back to Rockwell Heath, the fans remembered that you, were, <laughs> that you were supposed to go to Rockwell Heath and they were booing you and they were giving you the business. Your brother walks into the game and sits on <laughs> Jesuit side. They're giving him the business. Like Chris Hill was genuinely worried for like people's safety. <laughs> at this basketball game because right. the fans were so stirred up about you right right and then you score 24 and like go on a one-man run at the they cut it to two six minutes left you like steal going for a layup you hit a midcourt max three and then scored another basket to put the right. game away how intense was that scene because he also said that was the the best example he had for your killer instinct
0: yeah, man, it was it was a great scene. I mean, um, the environment for one, um, you know, high school games, you don't you don't get, you know, really good environments like that. But that was one of those that was really good environment. Um, and uh, you know, just being in that position, you know, for me it was, you know, a whole lot of outside distractions. You had that association with me and uh, you know, Rockwell Heath and, you know, me going to Jesuit instead, but um, you know, I was just so locked in on the game that, you know, I just blocked all that out and just went out there and did what I had to do to, to help us get a win.
1: Well, that's uh, that's awesome. And shout out to your mom, Erica, and your dad, Troy. Yes, sir. For, for lugging you across that bridge every morning uh, sure. to get to get you into Big D Dallas. Do they work in Dallas? They do. Yep, they did. Okay, so it was kind of on their way.
0: Yeah, it, it worked out. Um, you know, they would drop me off and then –
1: um, get to work in the morning. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. So Rodney Terry in in Texas. Mm-hmm. Again, Max, you could have gone to any school in the country when you decided to be a grad transfer. What set Texas apart um, in terms of your wanting to be a Longhorn?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think for one, that relationship with the coaching staff is huge. Um, and um, going on my visit, spending some time with them, um, you know, really, really built a good relationship with him and, um, you know, had a great time down there. Um, you know, that was actually my first time visiting Austin and actually staying there. So um, it was cool to see the city, um, real nice city. But um, a lot lot of the basketball side of things, um, just the vision that they have, have for the program, too. And, um, you know, the expectations are high and I understand that. Um, And, you know, you want the expectations to be high and and it's expected to win down there. So, um, you know, that was a big thing, too, for me um, being in a position where I feel like we can win and uh, being a Texas kid, you know, playing for the home state. uh, You know, that's that's always
1: a a dream. Yeah. How did they, you know, uh, uh, players want to know how they're going to be used? You know, what what vision do you have for me offensively, defensively? What what are we going to do? What did they say? I mean,
0: um, I don't know, just talking with them, um, you know, they want me to, to come in and be me, um, you know, and not, not change my game or anything. But uh, a big piece that I, that I really liked too was that player development side of things where uh, there's always room for improvement, um, areas that I can be better at. And so, um, you know, having the right people around me that'll, um, you know, tell me the things that I need to improve on, help me improve in those areas so that I can, you know, continue to be a better player and, um, you know, uh, put myself in a better position for the future.
1: Well, do you see yourself in a similar role to the way they used Marcus Carr?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I got to watch some of the games um, of Texas this year and I'm um, kind of seeing how they used, uh, you know, Marcus this year, um, you know, making decisions, you know, coming off different types of screens. And, um, you know, for me, being in a position where I'm playing uh, with, you know, other really good players as well and, you know, um, building that chemistry and just playing off one another.
1: Well, we're we're filming this at just the right time because Tyrese Hunter announced on his uh, social media that he's coming back to Texas. Right. Um, what what uh, what went through your mind when you saw that news?
0: I mean, it's big. I mean, it's a, a guy who played big minutes for um, you know Texas last year. Um, you know, had some success, and um, you know, uh, nowadays it's, it's a whole lot of you know. There's, there's multiple guards on the court at once. And so, um, you know, being in a position where I'm playing with another ball handler, um, I don't always have to bring the ball up the court. You know, we kind of play off one another and, um, you know, excited to get down to Austin and, um, you know, start building that chemistry with him and, and, and the rest of the team and, um, you know,
1: looking forward to what we can do this year. Well, I also talked to your AAU coach, uh, Kevin Butler, mm-hmm. and he's the same AAU coach for Kendall Weaver. Right, right. Um, from Mansfield, who mm-hmm. went to UT Arlington last year as a freshman and won uh whack freshman of the year. He's a right, six foot right. three guard with like a six-seven wingspan. Mm-hmm. Um I can't imagine years-wise, you would have played on the same AAU team. Um, but what do you know about Kendall Weaver? And what do you what has Kevin Butler told you?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to play with him, but um, I kind of stayed around the program even after I left, kind of kept up with him, um, you know, went to some of the games, and I actually seen um, Kendall play with him a couple times. Um, and, and when I played, I actually played with um, one of his cousins, and so um, he was always kind of around the program. Um, so I, I've definitely seen him before. Um, Seeing what he did uh, at UTA this year as a freshman, and I mean, that's huge, you know, especially, you know, a first-year guy going into a program and, and having a big impact like that. Uh, winning, you know, WAC uh, freshman of the year. And so, um, you know, a really talented kid um, and, you know, a good kid too. And, and like you said, you know, it's it's kind of uh, both of us play for Kevin Butler and it's kind of like a, a 3D, a 3D uh, reunion down in Austin.
1: <laughs> 3D, baby. Um, was it team business? That's right. That's right. Team business out of Dallas, Kevin Butler's uh, AAU team. Yes, okay. So then down low. Mm -hmm. You got Dylan DeZue who had this breakout postseason guy averages 22 points in the NCAA tournament, 18 points um, in the Big 12 tournament. Just wow. Like, you know, and then you add Caden Shedrick, Mm -hmm. um, 6'11", big man from Virginia who can block shots, give you some rim protection. Um, You know, talk about those guys in the in the front court. Yeah, I think that's huge. I mean, you got um,
0: two really good pieces at the at the big position. Um, and I think the, the really big thing, too, with uh, both of them is they have the experience playing at, high, uh, you know, high-level basketball. And so um, you look at um, Dylan, who was at Texas last year, um I believe he was at Vanderbilt before. And then you have um, Caden, who was at Virginia. I mean, they've played that, you know, high-level Power 5 basketball. And so they have experience. They know what it takes to win. Um, And so, you know, those are really good players that I'm I'm looking forward to playing with as well.
1: Yeah. Um, So there I mean, right there, folks, there's a pretty stout starting five. If you're keeping track at home, Um, Dylan Mitchell uh, telling the San Antonio Express News, he's leaning towards staying in the NBA draft because he hit 16 of 25 threes in his workout. And he didn't even attempt a three at Texas last season. But you know, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but, um, you know, anything else stand out to you, Max, about Rodney Terry, um, the, the recruiting process or Texas? I mean, you know,
0: like I was saying that that relationship was a huge piece for me and, um, you know, that the relationship goes a long way and being able to build that, um, and feeling like you're wanted, you know, and, um, that One of the reasons I went to Oral Roberts was because I really felt like I was wanted. And um, you know, I really felt wanted by Coach Terry and, and the rest of the staff. And so um, that was huge for me. And, you know, I'm just excited to get down to Austin um, this summer and start working with the guys and um, building that chemistry. And, um, you know, really looking forward to the season
1: um, and what we can accomplish. So uh, I was in Tulsa last mm-hmm. week. Right. Um, I, w- I ended up going to that Live Golf event. Um, but I also went down to the Greenwood district Mm -hmm. and was just amazed, uh, for those who don't know, uh, about the Greenwood district. This was black wall street in the early 1900s. And then it was literally burned to the ground by, uh, the segregated, uh, white part of Tulsa because, you know, it was over a misunderstanding of all things, but, Uh, I went down to Wanda J's soul food, Mm -hmm. fantastic, unbelievable. Um, So where, you know, tell me about your time in Tulsa and where, you know, what you would do for fun and where you went to get some good grub. Yeah. I mean, it was
0: a, it was a good time in Tulsa, Um, you know, um, built really good relationships with my teammates and uh, you know, how basketball is. You're with them, you know, 90 percent of the time and so um you know being with them a lot hanging with them um you know do stuff like going to the mall um they have a the place called the gathering place you know go go over there just you know chill outside um, get some good weather and um, just different things that kind of you know build the relationship um continue to bond together and um you know
1: you're with the guys so much and you just build relationships that'll last a lifetime that's awesome that's awesome are you in touch with? Any of the Texas guys now?
0: Yeah, actually one of them um, Gavin Perryman, he played high school basketball with me, so that's right. he was he was my host when I came down there and you know we've been in touch and um, you know talked a little bit uh, with Brock Cunningham with Dylan DesSe um,
1: and so um you know yeah, uh, we'll be down there really soon and um, get to work. Yeah, so, Gavin Perryman, son of Brandy Perryman, former former Longhorn. All right. So he's your host. I meant to ask you that. Uh, He's your host on your official visit. You're they're putting you up at the Four Seasons or wherever they put you up. What did what did Gavin you know, what was that visit like? How did Gavin make it special? Because, yeah, he was your teammate at Jesuit.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, for one, you know, we had we had a relationship that goes back. And so, um, you know, he just, you know, told me about the university, told me about his experience, kind of how everything was and. Um, you know, having a relationship before, I you know, I know he's not going to lie to me. You know, he's going to tell me, you know, uh, the truth of, you know, how everything is. And um, it was nothing but but good things from him. You know, he's enjoyed every part of his experience there. And, um, you know, uh, he, he was a good host, too. He, I'll, I'll give him that. He was a good host.
1: OK. All right. He made sure you had chocolates on your pillows at the at the four seasons and he made sure I was taken care of. Yes. Okay. Sir. All right. Good. You don't want to. You know, you don't want to have your high school buddy not give you the extra. I mean, maybe he could get you an extra gift bag or something from the, right. Right. From the coaches. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, listen, Max, they're mid-court Max, folks. All right. So, Max, now you got to tell me when you're going to release some more of this mid-court Max merchandise. I got you for sure. I got you. I, I got a radio show in Austin on 102.7 ESPN Radio. Uh Weekdays, eleven to one. Shameless plug, uh, and I'll help promote the mid midcourt Max merch. I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna let you know. Listen, I am a savvy businessman. I'm telling you, you're gonna make a fortune on this. Yes, sir. Um, and we gotta move fast because you got one year. So you know, let's let's get it rolling here. But uh, Max, really appreciate it, man. I know you're going. 100 miles an hour, and I really appreciate you taking some time with us here on the Flagship Podcast. Definitely. Appreciate you having me. All right. For Max A. Smith, make sure you pronounce it correctly, kids. A. I am Chip Brown. Uh, until next time, we'll see you over at Horns247.com. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and keep the faith. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war.